Good evening. And I know it sounds always awkward to say it, but we mean it with all our hearts. Happy Good Friday to you. As we're gathered as a people of God here tonight, we come to once again be magnified and to all lift up and be in awe of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, as we remember this evening, that on this very day, he was crucified. For our sins, he paid the price. We've come today to remember this. Once again, relive it in a new form. We want to welcome you and just say that uh, tonight's experience will be some different effects and different ways of worshiping. We're going to be focusing on those seven last words. Four Gospels, there's about seven last sayings that Jesus had before he died on the cross. And our service is wrapped around those as we can meditate on those together here tonight. But we hope that as we do so, this story may come alive once again, new and fresh in our hearts. Will you join with me in prayer? Oh Lord, as we're gathered here today, we thank you so much for the life of Jesus Christ. God, as we're here today, we are humbled once again. Consider that you gave yourself up for us. That on this day, the nails were driven into your hand and into your feet. God, we're humbled by this. And once again, we stand in awe of your love. Bless us this evening and bless all those whose hearts come here and are with us, whether in this room or joining us online. We pray, Lord, that this would be a holy night, a special night, where your spirit would guide us once again and move our hearts and minds to this great story. We pray all this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we begin our worship tonight, it is appropriate always to read from Scripture. And so as Monday Shabbat of the night, we'll be focusing in on certain parts of it. I wanted to read to you once again and remind ourselves the Scripture that is told in Mark. In Mark chapter 15, starting in 16, the soldiers led Jesus away into the palace and called together a whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. They began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they mocked him, they took off a purple robe and put their own clothes on him. Then they let him out to be crucified. A certain man named Siren, Simon the Siren, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see which each would get. It was the third hour when they crucified him. It was written a notice, the charge against him read, King of the Jews. They crucified two robbers with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So... You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those who crucified him also heaped insults on him. At the sixth hour, the darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sambabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
When those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. One man ran to fill a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus heard his cry and saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. As we relive these moments in these next few moments, let's once again draw near to the cross and be in his presence. Good evening. The Gospels record that before the crucifixion, Jesus was arrested and brought before Herod, the Sanhedrin, and Pilate's in chains. In Luke chapter 23, verse 34, Jesus gave one of his final sayings, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. The Gospels record that Pilate tried to free Jesus, but the crowd shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! In the Gospel of Luke, 
chapter 23, verse 43, Jesus gave one of his final seven sayings to a thief who had confessed his sin yet maintained Christ's innocence. He said, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Before being crucified, Jesus was flogged. While the number of times was not recorded, if the Romans wanted to keep Jewish custom, he would have been struck up to 39 times. In John chapter 19, verse 26, Jesus gave one of his final sayings before he died to Mary, to Mary, his mother, dear woman, here is your son, and to his disciple John, here is your mother. When Jesus was led to be crucified, he was not able to carry his own cross. Simon the Cyrene was forced to carry the cross for him.
In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 46, Jesus gave one of his final seven sayings, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The Gospels record that Jesus was thirsty at his crucifixion, and a sponge was filled with vinegar, placed on a stick, and offered to Jesus. In John chapter 19, verse 28, Jesus gave one of his final seven sayings, I am thirsty. Matthew records that when Jesus was on the cross, darkness filled the land from noon to 3 p.m. At his death, rocks split open and the temple curtain was torn from top to bottom. Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30, Jesus gave one of his final seven sayings, it is finished.
When Jesus was crucified, there would have been a nail placed around the wrist of each hand and another one through both his ankles on his feet. In Luke chapter 23, verse 46, Jesus gave his final words. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. As the song is played, you are welcome to come forward and hammer a nail into the cross. As you do so, place your faith in Christ's sacrifice as payment for your sin. May the Lord bless you as we do this in awe of his great passion for us. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Here. 
pierced him in the side. Were you there when they pierced him in the side? It causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they pierced him in the side? When the sun refused to shine, were you there? When the sun refused to shine, oh, It causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when the sun refused to shine? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Tremble, tremble.
The love of Christ for us has been proven once again. As we go, let's hear this benediction. And as we go, we will leave in silence in awe of what God has done. May the Lord, who loves us so much, he gave himself up for on a cross that you and I could be redeemed. May the love of that God go with you now and forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>